0: Hi, this is Amanda Burse, also known as Marcy Rhodes Darcy, and you're listening to the Married with Children podcast.
1: You mean like married? With children? Yes! Hey, what's happening, guys? This is Al from the Married with Children podcast, and I'm here to make a special announcement. We've been going at this now for three solid years. As time goes on, things change, things evolve, and we have something special that we think you're really gonna like. As you know, there's a Patreon for the Married with Children podcast, and you can support the show if you'd like. We have longtime patrons of the show, and we all got talking, and they wanna get involved. So we started a new chapter of the Married with Children podcast called the No Ma'am Roundtable. Patrons of the show got together, and they discussed Married with Children amongst each other. We wanted to start off with a public show accessible to everybody. From here on out, they're all going to be Patreon exclusives. This show is Valentine's Day themed. Tyler Tigno, Luigi Pedalino, and Steven Scott got together to present you the very first episode of No Ma'am Roundtable. If you like what you hear, these guys are going to keep it going and add more and more people to this roundtable as time goes on. Of course, that seat is exclusive to patrons of the show, so if you support this podcast, you could sit in and you could be on the show with these guys. Without further ado, enjoy the very first No Ma'am Roundtable another chapter of the Married with Children podcast. Let's rock. Thanks, Dad.
2: Can I get a wolf?
1: Whoa, oh, No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children podcast.
0: Hear ye, hear ye. The first official meeting of No Man Married With Children podcast is now called to order. I'm Brother Stephen Scott and I'm joined today by an illustrious band of podcast brothers. This is Brother Luigi.
3: And this is Brother Tyler.
0: And what do you have to say about the Bundys today?
2: So today is our Valentine's Day special podcast. So, welcome to the show. We are Alex-less, Jamie-less, and dan
3: And Jerry-less. <laughs> and jerry We are Married with children right now. So, oh, it's just us.
0: We're Patreon members of the Married with Children podcast. We've been involved heavily. It's one of our favorite shows, one of our favorite podcasts. That's right. And you could say,
3: is, you could yeah. actually say, Stephen, that we are fanatics about Mary with children podcast
0: we are true fanatics fans, yes we anyway. are <laughs> beyond fanatics and
2: actually from for uh, i would say all of us uh, actually come to this with very different perspectives uh, oh yeah i think i think we all started at different points in our lives so um i guess you get to hear all of our zaniness tonight
3: uh, quick question: uh, Since this uh, podcast that we're talking about is called "Married with Children" podcast, anybody recording now actually married with children?
0: I am, uh, believe it or not, I'm a, I'm a widower. Oh, and oh. I felt, I found it uh, strange. It, it was 20 years ago. I was thinking just last weekend on when uh, my wife Robin died; uh, she had cancer, oh. but uh, we didn't have any kids, so I'm kind of you know, sometimes I feel like I missed out, but uh, the ironic thing was when I was married to her, and I could not watch Married with Children unless she was gone.
4: <laughs> she hated the show, <laughs>
0: she despised it. Of course, she loved Roseanne.
3: Steven, she loved Roseanne. why? I want to watch that.
0: Yeah, she wants. But I could, so she can watch Roseanne, but I can't watch Mary with children. That's very. Strange. She wants yeah. to watch
3: dirtier people do dirtier things. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so,
2: uh, if, if, you know, I, I mentioned on, when I was on the podcast, how sick and twisted I was watching the show as an eight year old. So I actually was married with children, although I'm now divorced. And to emulate my hero Al Bundy, I actually married a redhead. Believe it or not.
3: <laughs> you uh, didn't and, tell and, her. And... You didn't tell her that on the first date, right? No,
2: I didn't. <laughs> although, you know, uh, when my friends first met her, you know, they, as, as we were leaving, the we were in this like restaurant, and one of them yells out like, "Go get her, Al!" And afterwards, <laughs> she's like, "You know, why did they call you Al?" <laughs> 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 uh, although I do have to point this out, you know. You know, Peg was actually a bottle red. She wasn't a natural redhead. I actually had a natural redhead.
4: Oh, wow. Nice. So,
2: that's the the difference. Oh, yeah. That's right.
0: My wife, Robin, she had red hair, but. She was opposite. She liked to cook, clean, and all that stuff. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, 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 well, she didn't so, so, like it, but she
3: would do it, you know.
2: <laughs> oh, so so we have we have two, we have two reds out of three. So Tyler, what's your story?
3: Okay, well, I think I'm a little younger than you guys. Um, I just turned 30 actually last week, and I have actually never been married and have no children at the moment. So I'm kind of the the one just looking at this as the wow. Is this what married life is like? And is this what my children are going to be like? Wow. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky.
4: You know, but listen. Actually... I,
3: I have I have a six. Uh, I have an eight
2: and a six year old. And you know they they stick their hands out. It's like, daddy, give me money. I want a
3: dollar. I want five dollars. So Al putting money like just in that opening theme, you it probably feels familiar to you. Just like. Don't money here, money here. Give it to the dog. Why not?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you know, the other day I was like, I I had a 20 in my wallet and it's like, you know, daddy, I want money. You know, give me a dollar. It's like, I only have a 20. It's like, Oh, I'll take a 20.
3: I'll take that. That's cool. (laughs) Don't you worry, dad. I'll make, (laughs) but you know, what's really cool is that you guys have memories watching this when it was actually airing. This was a show that was not allowed to be on in my household. My mom hated it and my dad didn't give a crap. So it was just never allowed to be seen. So actually my very first uh, introduction to Mary with Children was that Futurama episode where they oh. made, where they did the parody and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like it's so specific. It's gotta be something. And I looked it up and it was like Mary with Children. What? And then I clicked on like, holy crap, it's Leela's voice. Whoa. And I watched all eleven seasons in one month
0: one month wow yeah. wow That's some
3: dedication i couldn't is stop
0: dedication.
3: i had the even, entire box set i couldn't stop
0: yeah even i would take a break every now and then because it's like okay enough Mary Witch i need something else in my life
3: i get home no. from work pop the dvd in and let it play and i'll i'll play until i'm bored Guess what? I never got bored. So like, yeah, no, I I, got the top of the heap, right? (laughs) Oh, top of the heap. That was a me falling asleep part right there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. I don't know what this is. (laughs) No,
2: I I mean, I'll I'll tell you for myself, you know, watching it for 33 years from the from the Fox premiere all the way to the end. Wow. You know, I I, I don't think I, I I barely missed an episode, you know, and if I and if I missed an episode, I would catch it in the summer reruns. But um, I mean, and then watching it in syndication, I mean, it was it was probably it's the only show I ever watched from beginning to end and followed you know that religiously for that long a period of time.
0: I was big into it during the initial run. I missed the first season, but uh, I remember I was in college and um, my, it was getting ready to start my junior year and the roommates I had in my apartment. One of them's name was Jack, and he says, you have got to watch this show. He had discovered it, and uh so my first episode was Poppy's by the Tree. Yeah. You know, the second season premiere, and I was hooked, and like I said, I watched it, and you know, fell out of... Uh, I fill out a habit for a while. You know, I explained that situation. <laughs> but uh, I would always try and catch up when Robin wasn't around. And you now she hasn't been around for a long time. So I was able to catch up. Uh, I share with this on Facebook is that um, after she died, I switched careers. I was a Methodist minister.
3: Oh, sure. and I was,
0: yeah, believe it or not. And uh, anyway, I struggled in trying to find a new career and I was getting depressed. You know, I was in that resume after resume. You know, I did have a, you know, I did work in emergency medical services before I was in, um, uh, became a pastor. And I finally got a job working a truck. That's what we call it in paramedics, in an okay. EMS. Oh, okay. And let me tell you, that was just an awful time. And that's a, that's a job that just is such an emotional drain.
4: Mm. Oh you yeah, see a definitely.
0: lot of human misery and uh, it was at that time FX started to show the Mary with Children uh, episodes again and that's when I became a true fan because I saw Al everything was going wrong but he kept going on yeah. mm-hmm. yep.
3: that's and- why I love this show man it's so great because it can, you can enjoy it when you're successful and it's actually a comfort when you're in a darker part of your life
0: yeah, because it is a dark show, if you think about
3: it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh
0: I took a class. in a, When I was in college at OU, I took a class called Comedy in American Film. And it's ever since then, I look at comedy in a different way. Comedy is usually awful, in a way.
3: Yeah. Well, that's why the Greeks had comedy and tragedy, like, yeah. side by side. You know, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's comedic tragic, and... One of the scenes in Married with Children that I always come back, basically, if someone says, Hey, Married with Children, instantly an image pops up of Al sitting at the table with all the Bundys. It's baby meeting with his head in his hands. And they're like, Okay, and now it's here it for the treasurer. And Al just gets up silently and pulls his empty pockets out and then sits back down, <laughs> head back in his hands. That was me for the past like three years. Like. <laughs>
4: It
2: can be um, like that. Yeah, Yeah, and you know, and comedy, you know, comedy is actually one of the things. You know, know, I know that they've touched on in the podcast is how comedy is very personal to each of us. You know, we all have a sense of humor, and we develop that sense of humor, you know, through our lives. So, you know, uh, Alex, we always remind him how much you know we love the Ferguson episode, and he doesn't like it, but it's because it's because it's because for us, you know. (laughs) We find well, aspects of that comedy humorous where other people don't necessarily, you know, don't. So
3: I stayed with Alex on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't you didn't like my uh, history of, to- of toilet humor in, in America that I gave a little bit because <laughs> it's a real that's a real thing. Like toilets, toilet flushing, going to the bathroom was such a huge thing. It's equivalent to showing nudity back like for the longest time throughout film and stuff. People don't want to be reminded that people do that stuff. Oh, yeah. And to have Al sitting on a toilet in the living room was just, oh, destroyed all those ethics. I love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, for myself, you know, being Italian American, you know, you have the stereotypes that, you know, we all. We all know how how to do um, housework, you know, drywall, electrical plumbing. I mean, I I relate to that because I I can't tell you how many bathrooms I've renovated through the years, you know, from my, you know, with my dad or with, you know, my uh, relatives. And, you know, and the type of discussions you have, it's like, oh, look at that toilet. (laughs) It's like, you know, (laughs) that toilet can really take a load. You know? And I keep
3: so, Oh, nice! Uh-huh. I saw. you yeah. just. Or, or, you know, or,
2: or you're renovating a bathroom that had like pink tile from the 1950s. It's like, oh, you know, God, like. Oh my God! I'm picturing take, you in. A, so, yeah. A, it's <laughs> like, like, how the hell did you take a crap in, in a pink toilet? You know, in a, in a toilet yeah. that's pink. You know, I mean, you know, these these are real Squid conversations. Quit until it's red. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? I mean, these are real conversations that people have, and that's why comedy is so personal to each of us. It's like, oh, to yeah. me, that's the image that I get. You know, when I see the show, it's like and I can relate to it because it's like, oh, I've heard this conversation outside of this show. That's what makes it funny. And they hit the comedy perfectly for me. You know,
3: absolutely. And the way they wrote the character, because in a way, the show in itself, it's a shallow show. It's a very oh, yeah. shallow show. But the characters are so deep. There's such a deep l- l- uh, sense of characterization. Like, I feel like I can go shopping for al bundy better than i could for my own dad like (laughs) 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 um i'm getting a little bit i'm getting a lot of interference from somebody it's like uh is it for me me? i think it might be oh there we go it's gone
0: okay it's gone good yeah well i did i start up my i started up my, my other laptop here Believe it. Yeah, I've got two right now. Oh, no, Sam. Oh, look I was you, up, I'm, up, I'm upgrading to this newer system. Oh, he and, got his uh, porn computer. Yeah. To do this so too. The, the laptop I'm on now is is going bye bye probably next week.
3: Uh, now you're going to close the 40 tabs of porn out, right? That's going to leave them up. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs>
0: that's true. But anyway, I just wanted to pull up some stuff uh, on oh, IMDB. Yeah. And the thing was, uh, you know, I wanted to start this as, you know, like um, something as a roundtable discussion on Mary with Children. We could talk some about our favorite lines and character moments. And the theme, of course, is love and relationships in Mary with children. Oh, yeah. Of course, do those things really go together? And my first question out there is think of the times when Al and Peg truly showed love for each other.
3: Um, anytime they're sitting on the couch laughing at their miserable lives. And I literally being like, we have no money. (laughs) We're going to die soon. (laughs) And they don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) And the laughter turns real. And I almost see the characters. Stopping their fake laughter and actually busting out really laughing because it's so ludicrous. Like, yeah. Um, well, I think, you know, I
0: think that was not too long ago. They were talking about where we are going to get the money? Our retirement. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids' college fund. <laughs> Your retirement fund. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's a couple of you know episodes. Like, for example, like when they actually have money. So, for example, uh, Master the Possibilities. Oh um, yeah, when um when Buck gets the credit card, you know, it's like 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 Al could have. I mean, they selfish. had
3: money in a way, I guess.
2: <laughs> but you know, I mean, like you know, they, they had some money, and it's like, look, I mean, he Al could have just gone to the nudie bar and didn't you know and had good time himself, but he didn't, you know. Or remember when he won money at the track? That was the father load episode, season two. A Very mm-hmm.
0: underrated episode. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right.
2: Yeah. Or, eat, or eating out, you know, when they went to the restaurant. It's like, oh, you know, oh the like, restaurant. Like, Ooh, like. I thought you're talking like, about him. Or
0: what bed. about when they stole Bud's <laughs> Bud's Grant money? You know, they just that's
3: right, uh, yeah. that, the that podcast. Was just Al's crazy. money yeah. in the cigar box buried. That's they right. got money yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yes. Right.
2: But you know, I think I mean, it's like he's yeah. not he's not selfish. I mean, that's like I think you know, like one of the ways you express love. You know, I mean, if you think if you're if you're being selfish, you're only thinking about yourself. Now Peggy has tendencies for thinking about herself, but you know even she has her moments within the show, right? It's not it's not always
3: correct. She is very awesome because she can do that, but not break character because she has moments, but they're moments that we see that she's not meaning us to see. If that makes uh, any kind of weird right. sense, yeah,
2: yeah. Like I yeah. remember like in it was the first season when uh, when they have their uh, 16th wedding anniversary. When she wants to say I'm I'm sorry, remember, because that's at the end of the episode. You know, mm-hmm. Al wants to hear her say I'm sorry, but she gets ready to say it, and then all of a sudden he cuts her off.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean
2: that that's that's love.
3: And I think one of the ways that show the family shows love is this idea that you know, he, no matter how terrible the members of the family household you live with might be, you know where the lines are. And I think it's perfect is when Al takes a vacation. In his living room. <laughs> yeah. And if everybody you notice... goes along with the real words. Dad, wait! Don't leave yet. Mm. Oh, damn it! I missed him. Like.
0: <laughs> and if you notice in that one, I thought it was interesting, Al actually gives uh, Peg a kiss on the cheek before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you no know, pretending. Believe. <laughs> this is a so fantasy he a that only him.
3: works if yeah. everybody goes along with it, and that's only right. your family would.
0: Of course, that's right. And again. Bud has to tell him, Dad, this was cute when I was four, but it's, don't you think it's ridiculous now?
3: And what, does Al, and what does Al say? He breaks it just once for the audience to understand, I might kill everybody here.
0: <laughs> In alphabetical order. And I've been there,
3: starting with you, Bud. <laughs>
0: you know, I teach ninth graders, so I feel the same way a lot of the time. <laughs> oh Wait,
3: wait, which one of you teaches ninth graders?
0: I teach... Uh, ninth grade um i teach ninth grade uh,
3: science uh here in tulsa oh dang i'm trying i'm almost uh, got my degree to teach ninth grade history oh wow we should go on a killing spree (laughs) yeah (laughs) the (laughs) toughest age to teach (laughs) toughest age to teach oh but they need it (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah.
2: you know and, and one thing you know i touched on a little bit on the england uh shows what that i was on you know the the type of humor is actually Married with Children is very British in terms of its humor style,
4: mm, you know, because mm-hmm. Amer-
2: American American style humor, um, you know, really didn't like follow this. I mean, and, and uh, Stephen, you, you're you're probably much more well versed in the Norman Lear comedies, you know, like uh, All in the Family, Sanford and Son, you know, Good Times. I mean, they were all based on British comedies because oh, yeah. everything before yeah. that was very like apple pie, Americana. Everything is great in the world. And the British had a very dark sense of humor. Oh, and, yeah. it was, and what I found interesting about Married with Children was, you know, the, the writers wrote, ended up writing for these Norman Lear comedies. And then this thing ended up getting exported to Britain and other countries around the world. But the style itself is very British. I mean, yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Just, Ironic, I tragic, kind of weird ass scenarios that only rely on a group of like t- small amount of cast to perform it. Yeah, that's totally yeah. a British thing
0: to do. Yeah, and I yeah. do think British comedy is superior to American comedy. Uh,
3: I think it's just, it's been around longer, so they have more, it's, it has more of like a well-built foundation.
0: Well, I find it more unpredictable. I mean, like, you know, and I think Mary with Children has moments like this where you could see a joke coming a mile away in a lot of TV shows and, Mary with Children got more like that towards its latter years, I thought. Yep, absolutely.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your guys' favorite non-animated sitcom besides Merry with Children? The non-animated? Animated
0: animated? Yeah. Um, I always loved WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was <laughs> – You remember that old that, show. That, 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 that was, that I do. Was, that was I excellent. love that. That
2: was excellent.
0: <laughs> that was one of the funniest shows ever. It relied on yeah. – it relied on characterization. It relied on um, it relied on situation and dialogue. I mean, you can't beat Les Nesman and Her- Herb Tarlick as fodder for jokes, or Johnny
3: Fever. Yeah. You know, yeah, true. Um, yeah. Mine was all in the family uh, because Archie and Edith were literally my parents, yet not that funny. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> I've seen it all the time. I've watched it with my parents. I watched it with my grandparents. I love it. And then I was blown away to discover that, like you guys said, it was based on a British show, Till Death Do We Part. And I watched that and I'm like, holy crap, it's all in the family with British people.
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. And, you know, ironically, um
2: so, I grew up in Queens, New York, right, and um where I grew up is literally where the bunkers were supposed to have lived
1: yeah.
2: oh yeah so 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 growing the Houser up,
3: Street on the south side of Queens
2: right well, yeah, I mean the you know where the actual house is the exterior shots is one section of queens, it's actually in Glendale, Queens. Um, they always said that they lived in Astoria or Astoria, as he said, and um it would be right off of northern Boulevard um past Steinway street because the, the, um, Archie Bunker's place takes place on Steinway street. The, um, the shots are of this main strip and it was a coffee shop. It was literally two blocks away from where I lived. So, um, growing up, I actually, when I was, you know, and I was born in this country, but you know, my neighbors actually sounded like Archie and Edith. I mean, that was, (laughs) that's the sound. And, And as a child, I mean, that was the type of, you know, that's what I sounded like. I mean, I would say my queen's <laughs> accent has flattened out through the years, especially, you know, once I got into college and, you know, into business. But, you know, if you got me in a, if you get me on a good day, you know, I, I sound like Archie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: you know, I, but, I always but, like But in tell-
2: an answer to your question, Tyler, just to finish up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I would say like the Sanford and Son is probably like one of my, you know, maybe like a, a second favorite, you know, after Married with Children, just, you know, just in the sheer comedy.
4: Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's a I, that's an A plus one. I got the box set for that, so I totally agree. It's a, it's amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. So 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 let me ask you guys. Um, so we're talking about like you know love between Alan and Peg. So we had two Valentine's Day episodes. Okay. Now, uh, Stephen, if you remember this, uh, did you participate in the call in for the uh, for the uh, season two episode seventeen, Peggy loves Al? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I might have missed that one uh, when it first came on, and then caught it in the in the summer repeat. Yeah, but I do remember that one, and I thought I liked that episode because, you know, that does show that yeah they do love each other. Well, what,
3: what, when did that episode air? I think February, it was the That was
2: Va- was Valentine's Day, nineteen eighty-eight.
3: Yeah, that yep. was the second. Season. I would have been born in two years, so <sighs> no nope, no call yeah. for me. I, I, I was,
2: I was nine years old and I called in, you know, the, you know, so, so, so what, what it was, was there was a whole lead up. Um, I'd say like the week, the week to the, um, the week leading up to the, um, the airing of the episode, it was like, well, you know, call in, it, it, you know, they have this whole promo. It's like, you know, we want you to call in, and you know, say, you know, and have either Al say that he loves Peg or not. You know, it was this whole thing. And they had um they had this whole build up. So when you cut to commercial, like these numbers flashed on the screen and you would call them. You know, these are the days before internet polling and you know, they would record them. So, you know, and I was hell bent and it's like I did not want Al to um you know, say that he loved her. <laughs> But the but the numbers you she's a girl gross
4: yeah
0: (laughs) she has got cooties (laughs) the
2: the numbers came back uh, you know some of the research online was it was like uh, 67% voted in favor of Al saying I love you wow believe it believe it or not. Hmm. But you know, I say like that, that was my, my probably the first time I ever like you know called in or did any like type of participation on
0: this. <laughs> you know, I gotta say that also when Alan Peg show their love for each other, Jerry Herring and I had a discussion on this when I got to be with him one time. And uh, it's when they see other people just as miserable or even more miserable than they are. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I think one of the classic, you know, demonstrations of that was in the agonize, you know, Steve oh, goes back yeah. and the melee can consu- you know, and what are Alan Pegg doing? They're just having the time of their lives, watching it through binoculars or no Kelly was watching binoculars, but faced the wrong way or something. But, <laughs> uh, you know, they were happy then. And then there was another scene in the razor's edge when um, when they start arguing about the beard and then all of a sudden peg is oh al they're getting ready to fight and they started acting real giddy you know. So. <laughs> well,
4: well,
2: well, you, well. You remember in Tyler in the gas station show, like when uh, Al goes under the hood of the family in the Jeep and he rips those uh, cables out. <laughs> you know, it's like you know he, he has this oh, gleam on his I face when he about doing that today. Oh, <laughs> you God, you know, I want to do that today. Ugh. <laughs> they're all, I mean, you know, they're all happy, and it's like, and he just gets joy when all of a sudden it's like now they're screaming at each other. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like drop dead,
3: the lot of you. This guy in a blue, which is something Mustang. Al said. Yeah. By the <laughs> way,
0: you know, Al said the same thing to his family. Do you remember that in that same episode?
3: Yep. Right. <laughs> but no, like this guy in a blue Mustang today, like literally an hour before I got out of this recording with you, like almost hit me, and I went to the gas station. I saw him get out. I was trying to avoid him because I'm I'm not a conflict guy. I don't want like to fight. I try to avoid that kind of stuff. And. I pass him in the gas station and he bumps into me and I'm like, oh, sorry. He's like, yeah, you better be. Watch where you're fucking going. And I'm like, okay. And I pass his car and I just imagine doing exactly what Al did, just like (laughs) rip that thing right out and toss into the trash can and whistle away.
4: (laughs) I did. That would do. Yeah, Yeah, I I
3: mean,
2: you think it would have been like a wire on the distributor cap, but if he did that, the car wouldn't have been able to start.
3: No. No, he did the movie thing of put your hand under the hood and rip something that looks like wires slash tubes out. And that car is now gone to the movie. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and,
2: and, 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 you know, so yeah. then we have, you know, the Valentine's day massacre, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh God. Now, now, I mean, now, you know, we can't talk too much <laughs> about it because they haven't covered it yet. But, no. um, you know, what I thought you know, is great about that is like, you know, how owls is up there. And, uh, you know, he forgets about Valentine's Day and he ends up in this place where it's like, oh, you know, you have to give blood or like sign over the deed to your house, you know,
3: to, <laughs> to buy, like, a, a dozen roses back when you can actually yeah. sell your blood. What? <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, I, I'll tell you, like, you know, I remember like my dad, um, you know, my I have two sisters and like my sisters would call my father like on his beeper years ago, my older sister. And it would be like. It's like, you know what day today is? And he'd be like, isn't it Thursday? He's like, it's Valentine's Day. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he, either he would have to remember to be, buy flowers on the way home, or he would say, to right, her, it's like, you know, go out and buy flowers. I'll give you the money later. <laughs> it but, makes you know, me really it,
3: wonder how many times a husband, and you guys, I have two ex-husbands here, and maybe you guys can tell me, uh, how many times have you guys ever did that where you're like, you know what, honey, let's not get gifts this year. For Let's not do it when secretly that's a, yeah, we got to surprise each other now, or one of us is going to look like an asshole.
0: You know, uh, I yeah. never did that. You know, and remember, I'm just, you know, I'm being a widower. That was a thing. You know, w- we were still newlyweds. I mean, for eight years we were married. So, and I have made a point to remember. Uh, I kind of gr- I grew up watching. My dad was a doctor, and he treated his family like patients, even his, even my mom, oh. and numerous affairs and i swore myself i wasn't going to do that i was going to appreciate my life and because things like that really have an impact on you when you're a kid oh, oh that yeah type of stuff totally and so you know oh yeah so I, yeah I, I, w- I was i was i'm not bragging i'm just saying i wanted to remember my wife and i didn't want her to lose her identity either because when i was growing up i thought well my mom wasn't okay hey, that's her name Kay. Hey, she was the doctor's wife. Okay. And when I was a minister, I thought, I realized, oh my God, I don't want her, I don't want Robin to refer to as the pastor's
3: wife. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. You see? Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. yeah no, so I, that was just. Yeah. Me. yeah.
2: yeah no, I, and, I, and I can't say, um, I, I never forgot anything. If anything, it was funny with me and my ex is that, you know, I actually had the better memory than her. So uh, n- nobody can ever pu- pull one over on me on that. But, you know, I, one thing I do want to say, you know, Dan, uh, Dan, during one of the podcasts, he made this great observation that, you know, was really like, profound for me. So, you know, he was talking about, you know, Al and cheating. Right. And the fact that Al never cheats. So one of the things he said was, you know, you know, if if Al had ever cheated on Peg, you know, so if we'd ever seen, for example, like um, when um, he goes to Luke Ventura's apartment with the cherry sister, right. Or, uh-huh. you know, or, or, One of my or, favorite in, or, in, episodes or in the nudie bar and all that, like we would have really, you know, looked at him as a despicable character. How you sure know, like, were like, you? Like, that yeah.
3: He was going to cheat in that episode. If, if any of you had happened to remember seeing it for the first yeah. time.
2: Well, I mean, I again, think I mean would. yeah, I mean, well for myself, you know, I mean, again, looking at it as an eight year old, you know, I didn't necessarily understand it. Uh, but you know, I think, I think as time went on, I mean, you start to understand, it's like, why is he such a sympathetic character to us? You know, it's because he slogs through, like, you know, he goes through marriage, you know, he does the right thing in his own way. You know, he's not a saint, you know, in terms of maybe the way he acts or the way, you know, the way he acts or the way he speaks, but he does do the right thing. And, you know, it, one of the one of the stories they talk about is when the show was first the pilot was first put together. They brought the show in front of this guy who they called the professor. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this story. So he was a guy who was supposed to look at the comedy and just to see if it would work. And, oh, yeah. You know, at the at the end, he said, you know, he's like, well, you know, if you can prove that these people love each other, it's like, I think you have something special. And I think it was Ron Levite who stood up and he says, as you know, what's wrong? Like they looked at each other. And he's like, and you know what's wrong with, you know, television, you know, because in other words, saying it's like all sitcoms have to show that they love each other. But the reality is, is that and I don't I mean, if that story is true, leather and Moy didn't un, maybe at that point in time, didn't understand that you did have to show love between them. Otherwise, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have been a such a, you know, dear show for us. You know, again, it's a dark version of, of love. Mm-hmm. Dar- it's a dark humor version of love, but it is still love between the two of them
0: you know and i remember a great episode uh when they the when they all went to the beach remember that one yeah, uh, yeah. like the beach <laughs> and uh he's right there and that old uh friend of his uh maryland wanted to make love with him right here right there
4: <laughs> you know and he says,
0: my wife is here i don't care <laughs> The kids are here. Well, I'll send them away. And he, finally, you know, he finally, he finally, tells her, "Well, I'm married and I have kids. I don't think you'd be right." You know, right? Uh,
3: I th- I thought that was, but you know, that shows. My wife is right here. here. I don't care.
0: Yeah. Woo! Right. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: or or if you or if you look ahead, for example, to the episode of Vanna White, the proposition, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, he he was he was willing. You know, to sell himself to her for half a million dollars, you know, in order to give his family, you know, a nice
3: life. What did he put it as? Like a a dream of every man to be desired by a woman who's like, what is it like, whose waist size is... Shorter than the no, life whose who, who skirt,
2: who, who skirt is, who skirt as, short, is sh- as short as the lifespan Le- of the man who, um,
3: <laughs> she chooses, uh, right.
2: yeah, yeah, that was actually <laughs> that, epi- that, that episode, yeah, that episode wasn't the van episode, that was with uh Terry Weagle,
3: um, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that was
2: um, uh, sharp
3: dress, sharp dress,
2: Al. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> Uh, do you think I'm sexy? That's the that's the episode. Oh, do you think I'm yeah. sexy? sexy. Okay. Season need... five, episode nine. Yep. Is there an episode okay, called okay. Sharp
3: Dressed Al? Well, that sounds like a title, doesn't it?
2: No, but that, it but, but that but, but, but yeah but that's exactly the um that's exactly the episode.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> you know. Okay. I'm married with children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: At the end at, at the end it's like remember like he was wearing the, the, the underwear in a tube silk leopard prints. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden Peg looks, it's like it's Haynes, you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> He's flossing and I looked in his ears, what did you see? <laughs> Nothing. He cleaned them out.
0: <laughs> oh man. Now on this on the say, but by the same token. You know what about Peggy? She's hot.
3: Yes, yeah, she yeah. yes. Yeah, and I don't she... I still don't know why. Like yeah. it, it's strange. Like she is playing a woman who is supposed to be look, all these people are supposed to be repulsive in a certain way, but yet she's very very attractive and intimidating in a very sly way and I love how she does that. Yeah, I was more getting
0: at her her faithfulness, right. you know, she's always hinting at, I want to have a fling with this person, like uh, yeah. with Rodrigo and uh, yeah. or whatever his name was. And um, uh, girls just want to have fun. And uh, uh, Zorro. Zorro. Yeah, <laughs> Zorro, 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 her her hand down,
3: you lost right. your ring down Zorro's pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, right.
0: And and they have the Bundy rule there. I mean, I can understand that, but. Um, what what i'm getting at is she's always like flirting with other guys you are who i think of when i have sex with my husband <laughs> yeah <laughs> From well, well hey.
3: actually i think that's actually a commentary on the difference between um sexual prowess within the genders because like this is just me talking as a cis male gender here, here. but i uh, i see women don't have to like search and skulk out for a man the way men for sex specifically the way men have to for women basically if she wanted to get some she could get some it's not a matter of could i it's a matter of will i and the one man who seems in this world who seems to keep turning her down in the most silly and hilarious ways is that's the man she's going to keep coming after and i think that's a it shows like a balance of power in their marriage in a weird way.
2: Yeah. But you see, they both prescribe to the look, but don't touch philosophy. I mean, and that that's what they did throughout yeah. the entire run. True. Now, you know, Now Ed O'Neill, in one of the interviews, he said that when he played Al, you know, in this issue regarding having sex with Peg, you know, he said, you know, the, the, the thing he was trying to get across was the boredom, you know, of being in a long term marriage, how, huh. you know, as the years go by, it's like it's sort of like the same thing over and over again, right? Now, mm-hmm. you know, some people, some people like you know, to eat baloney every day, right? <laughs> some people yeah. like they, they like to mix it up. One day's chicken, one day beef, you know, one day fish. So, you <laughs> know, so, so for, so for both of them, you know, sometimes they, were, they
3: all had the same night, like, right? It, right.
2: But but for but for vo- both of them, they all the excitement that they got was I think the fantasy. You know, they had these fantasies playing in their head. And yeah. that's, what, that's what they used to try to break it up. So, you know, uh, remember, like, there's that episode when Peg, um, uh, she goes out to, like, you know, the strip club. I think it was Troy's, right? Yeah. And when she comes back, it's like Al's asleep. And all of a sudden, it's like she rapes him. And it's like he wakes up in the morning. He's got the cowboy hat on his face, you know. <laughs> oh, I, forgot about, out, I forgot about that part. I forgot about that
3: part. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was also, but how about the scene where Peggy's gone? I don't know where the hell she is, but al's alone and he's oh wait no no, no. he's with uh kelly and kelly's sick, yeah. and he has that oh. dream the dream right. fantasy yeah. that's right and he dives in and i, I mean, think i know why he woke up then it's not because kelly woke him up it's because you're right Luigi. you're absolutely right it's all about the fantasy the second sex was about to happen in this fantasy his brain just made it so it couldn't happen he right, li- yeah. They literally vanished.
0: You know, and that kind of goes on to a latter episode. Uh, I forget the exact title of it. I think it's in the 11th season when Peg is posing as an exotic dancer at the Jiggly Rink. That's right, yes. Jasmine. And that gets Alex Jasmine. excited, and he rushes home to have
3: sex with Peg because <laughs> Jasmine turned him on. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wasn't uh, Didn't he actually, like, recognize – wasn't there one episode where – he thinks like this, like, "Woo, look at this hot number over there, nice." And then it turns out to be Peggy's He's like, "Ah, Peg, I thought you were somebody <laughs> else."
2: <laughs> right. And and, and Stephen, you know, for All in the Family. Well, actually, Tyler, you said you're a big All, All in the Family fan. Yeah. You know, there, there was there, there was an episode in the early seasons where Gloria Bunker like wears this dark wig. Remember, she was blonde, like, oh, blonde with curls. Oh, yeah and and uh, the meathead you know that gets turned on by her ha- you know having a a black wig on you I know saw so that
3: so it's my girlfriend when i was 15 and she was like she looked over at me and was like would you be interested in me differently if I put on a wig? And I was like, only one way to find out. And, uh, <laughs> she smacked me in the face rightfully for saying that. But uh, no, if it, it was, was me, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I probably would have said something like, "Which one of us is going to put on the wig?" <laughs>
3: Just like, oh, and yeah, you want to see Rob Reiner showing his acting skill when Gloria put that wig on her head and everyone's like, wow, you look beautiful. Yeah, it's interesting. And he's just staring like, holy shit, I can cheat <laughs> on my wife with my wife. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> right. And, uh, but but Stephen, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what happened with that in, in the Jasmine episode. Right. Because, yes. mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's where the whole thing got blown. But that but that's really the psychology. Like when you look at the love that they have, I mean, they still they still love each other through all yeah. these years. But, you know, but the thing is, is that there's, you know, they, they touch on it's it's the boredom of being in that long term marriage, you know, being 15, 20, you know, 20 <laughs> years together.
0: No, you know, again, I, I would right? hope to think that, you know, if uh, Robin was still alive, that we would still be married because we go along so well.
3: Oh, man, As what, are you, what are you thinking? Black yeah. wig or blonde wig? Like... <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, if there'd be
3: a wig, it'd be me having to wear it because I'm the bald one now. <laughs> A.K.A. worst Valentine's Day gift ever. Like yeah. <laughs> A blonde wig? Yeah. Really? Why? Put it on and you'll find yeah. out. no. <laughs>
2: yeah. And you know, and for all that Peg, you know, I mean, all that all that Peg rags on Al. Like, look at how like how jealous she is at times. For example, there's the episode where, um, uh, like he ain't much, but he's mine, season four. Yeah, so that that's when, um, you know, that's when, um, you know, that blonde hussy's in the um, in the beauty parlor, and she's like, oh, it's like you know. You know, married men are like are great. You know, as long as they're not, you know, mine or something like that, right? <laughs> you know, and, and she thinks, and she, and you know, Peg thinks that you know Al's cheating on with with her, right? Oh yeah. You yeah. know, Or or the uh, do you think I'm sexy? That the other one we just uh, described or the van. My I mean,
4: Al? Really? No, <laughs>
2: so, but I mean, because the thing is, is that you know, there is always that element of jealousy, or like in the remember in, in the episode where um, uh, Dan Castellitto. Uh, is in where he plays Pete. Yes. Uh, remember, like, Pete's husband... One of my is favorites. Dan- is, dan- ...is dancing with Peg? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like she, Peg... He she always...
3: Well, like, was that the when uh, Al he, started he, dancing he, with the uh, gay guy?
2: Yeah, right, yeah. You remember, like, he,
3: he's... Um, Homer the, Simpson, the, the, yeah. Right, yeah.
2: Right, his <laughs> husband. Remember, he's the guy who's in Christmas Vacation. He plays Clark's... Uh, uh, um, buddy buddy like at work co-worker yeah yeah uh, okay. co yeah. but you know if if you look at that scene it's like peg wants to be desired mm-hmm. you know like I mean all all she wants is to just have that rush of feeling desired by somebody else but she wants to but, be but she,
3: appreciated but but,
2: but but she doesn't want she's not gonna cross the line yeah, you know wait, it's like, like when no. finally Al like shows up he's like okay it's like oh you know okay I'll go beat the hell out of him. My, like, she wants the satisfaction of seeing Al, you know, quote-unquote, love her, you know, in the way that she wants to be. She wants to feel the desire,
0: you know. know, But you see, I never thought about that. But there's also a dichotomy there, because in one of my favorites, you know, hot off the grill, what, he (laughs) has sex with her, what, three or four times in one day.
3: I think, uh, okay, you know what? I honestly think that's one example of something Mary with Children doesn't do too often, where they entered a weird twilighty zone, where it's just, they couldn't figure out any way to collect creatively do it. It goes against Peg's character, but it was so hilarious that I'm glad they did. You know, yeah. just we're going to flip it just this once for no flipping reason. And it's just, it was just yeah. perfect.
0: You know, and I thought of another episode in which, uh, what was her name in the um, Earth Angel? but oh, that, yeah. that Tip- girl
3: oh, Tip- Tip- was it Tiffany was it Tip- yes. Tiffany? yes, it yes. Was, uh... Tiffany. Yes.
0: and so al wants to go upstairs with peg and she's shocked and the next Her. morning you know she's rushing peg is rushing downstairs stops <laughs> tiffany from leaving says stay oh my god
3: <laughs> that's one of my favorite that episode has one of my favorite steve lines and Me shout too. out to uh, jerry here for good steve lines um <laughs> is uh when um when they're looking at her fixing the uh, fridge and he's like, That's a "Look at one. that! Really? Yeah, Our yeah. Girls yeah.
0: That's no. girls just want to have fun. That's right. Oh, wait." Now you, you no, the
2: the the Steve line in that one is it's like oh hi like hi nice to meet you and he goes do me.
3: Oh no 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 no. no. I'm, okay well I don't know what episode this is but it's basically Al and Steve are ogling at this woman's like really nice behind yep. Yep. and Steve goes I used to I used to see those before I saw I've seen one of those before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It's so
1: I,
2: pathetic. I, 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 saw, I saw one of those in college once. Oh, it's that's like, it I saw? Yeah. I saw one of those ran, in college I, I re, once. ran a
0: marathon. <laughs> marathon. He ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marcy references
3: it later. <laughs> the pre, he ran miles. The pre-porn ages. It's just so yeah. sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 you know, you know, I, you know, like Rodney
2: Dangerfield had a good joke. He goes like this. He says, "You know, it's like you know, it sucks. It's like when you follow you know a nice ass and it turns out to be a guy."
0: i gotta tell you this one this is one of my favorite jokes i don't know if it originated with robin williams or groucho marx but it goes like this god gave man a brain god gave man a penis what god failed to provide was an adequate blood supply to run both properly at the same time that's a robin
3: williams line. yeah and, and um that's from uh, and, Death to Smoochie. Yeah. yeah, but I think and, and, I and think Pe- Roger March might have Pe-
0: originated it.
2: <laughs> and Peg had a variation on that.
0: If you, if yes, you recall. She, did. she, she said it's you know, a it's like idea. That's yeah. right. It's
2: like, you know, blood needs to
3: leave the brain. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like doesn't know It's willing <laughs> it know to enter nego- into <laughs> <It's
2: willing laughs> <tantrum to> negotiations. <laughs> the brain
3: just doesn't know what the hell happened. Like <laughs> The brain wants that blood back is what she says. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, guys, uh, I just got questions. Uh, a different a different little uh, train of t- topic here. So the children in married with children. I find it interesting the relationship that Al and Peggy have between their two children. I specifically like when Al is like creepily grooming Bud to be as disgusting as he is. Yeah. And same with Peggy doing it. Oh, anytime Peggy and Kelly are sitting on the couch, bobbling their legs together at the same time, it's, it's just adorable. Um, I don't know. I, I what do you guys think about that? The way they treat their different child, their children differently uh depending on when they're trying to, you know, pass on their yeah. traits. Yeah,
2: well, you know, yeah. I, what what I'll say is, you know, and I I feel bad for the bud character because
1: he As never really
2: he, he never really <laughs> gets like, you know, nurturing love. You know, um I mean, obviously like he shares his moments with dad, but not not much with mom. There's not a lot of nurturing. I mean, like Al loves Kelly. I mean, it's he's it's still his pumpkin. So I mean, throughout the course of the show, like you know, he'll do things. He's protective, for her.
3: more right. nurturing. Right,
2: right, right, protective of his daughter. You know, protective of his daughter, but not necessarily of, of 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 his son. You know, so you know, and, and actually, if you think about it, that's the reason why he grows up to be so warped. Oh I mean, yeah, the, the, well actually, he grows up to be you know as warped as he is.
0: Actually, if you really look at it after. You know, before puberty, typically, from what I learned in my family dynamics classes, and I found this to be true in seeing family relationships, is that before puberty, the um, same-sex relationship, like father-son, is a lot more important.
4: After Mm -hmm. puberty,
0: that switches. Ah. Yes. And after puberty – Men, the men's relationship with their daughter becomes a lot more important, and a woman's relationship with her son becomes a lot more important as well. I really think that it's Peg uh, kind of warped him, you know, and Bud did have a line to that. Remember when they caught him uh, talking to the mannequin in that one episode yes. what I did with <laughs> oh, Bud? Oh, uh, boy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah when they go they shopping were for the They just yeah. at him, and, and Bud's response was, like, you two having parents. Having you two as parents didn't cause uh, this, right? Right. But,
3: but <laughs> then, but, but I love how they insult, Pe, uh, but uh, how Al can insult Bud and demean his like, I'm gonna call it his like weird teenage perviness. But then at the same time, flip it and say, you know what? I like it. Like one of the most recent ones I just listened to yesterday, it's a uh, seven, and then there's seven. Um, when he when Kelly puts up that. At foxy, the puppy, the sexy puppy uh, thing. Wags, and yeah. Al's like, I want that. I want sexy puppy on my wall. It's weird oh. for you to like it, Bud, but yeah. I'm already dead inside. So let me have it.
0: <laughs> and I know it's a couple of years off, but remember when uh, when Bud was. Dial B for Virgin on the Virgin oh, Hotline. Yeah. You know, oh, at the end, shit. Yeah, which is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. But at the end, uh, he's the, the he that girl, he was trying to help. His mother's there, and she says, you know, if there was a service like yours when I was year, <laughs> your age, I would have known who her father was. But <laughs> he says, well, don't know who your father is. This is not what it's cracked up to be. <laughs>
3: wasn't like Al like digging his pinky in her in his ear at that at, at, right right in the middle of that or something like that like a, Al was doing something disgusting that Bud couldn't see or something like that that just <laughs> emphasized a little bit more <laughs> I don't, I don't know,
0: think but. so because he, Al was with Peg during that episode yeah.
3: oh there's another
0: time when they showed love when they got to watch butch Cassidy and the Sundance the Sun kid. kid yep that's right you know, yep I, yeah,
2: that's also a few years off.
4: Yeah. And I
3: do, and I love that. Anytime uh, a married couple, or anybody in a long-term relationship, anybody, bonds over liking a specific type of film or movie or something like that. I don't know. There's just something very sweet and surreal about that.
0: And that's I why The Princess it. Bride is so popular. That's what Robin and I love to watch. Oh, that's good. We love to watch that one and Overboard. You know, another overboard. Good <laughs> the original overboard, not that crappy, <laughs> shitty piece that they remade a couple of years
3: ago. <laughs> oh, honey, thank you so much for, for this marriage. I love you so much. Let's put on overboard. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so let me let me throw this
2: question out. So, you know, they so they're not big on saying I love you. Right. But, you know, love takes on different forms. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. It can be. Um, I mean, there's this one famous book. It's called The Five Love Languages, and it talks about you know different ways Good of expressing book. love. Like one is like touch. One is like acts of service, etc. So like I'm thinking like for, so in the early episodes, like when um, at the 16th wedding anniversary, it's like Al takes the radio out of his car and puts it into Peg's car mm-hmm. you know, to, ex- to express love. You know, without having to say I love you. Yeah. yeah. So like like yeah. like so. What are other examples of that?
0: Yeah there's one it's a uh, I i forget what it's called but it's when alan peg celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary he actually has a gift for her. he put it in the backyard That's and buried right. it and unfortunately i think buck dug it up or something like that yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, yeah. Um,
2: and i actually you know, you know Stephen, it's funny you mentioned that episode i have a very funny story about that um my parents celebrate my parents on their 25th wedding anniversary, we were going out to a restaurant and married with children was on, on reruns. And I was just, I was watching it, you know, and this was, I think this was in 1998. I can tell you exactly when because it was exactly their wedding anniversary. That episode aired that night. Wow. My dad, you know, who never really wanted to watch it. And I, and like I can say watching married with children for myself as a kid, it was personal for me. It's like, I didn't want to have other commentary or anyone watching it or yeah. potentially have it turned off, you know? So yeah, I don't want to think
3: about my dad, not wanting to have sex yeah. with my mom. and yeah. that. Yeah. Like that. So, <laughs>
2: so, so here I am, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm,
3: I'm in college at this point in time.
2: And you know, I was like, Oh my God, it's like, this is the episode. It's like, I remember I called my dad into the room. It's like, you need to watch this dad. And it had this look of disgust and disdain on him. Cause he like, he knew how crazy I was, you know, like having to watch the show and he was literally rolling on the floor laughing his ass off you oh, know like that's by, the time, crazy. by the time by the time <laughs> we got to the end of that episode because you know i think like you know, it was probably the one time like you know he and i like got to like you know bond over this because he sort of like looked at me and he's like this is true you know <laughs> <laughs>
3: um you were asking <laughs> god that was great thank you for that story oh my god Um, we you mentioned uh characters showing their love without actually saying it. One of my favorites is uh one I just watched uh two days ago, I think. Uh Tramp, T R A M P Tramp or something like that. Oh and uh Kelly's forced to walk home and Bud's walking home and I love this because I had totally forgotten that Bud in that episode was, was off getting some. And he when he learns that this guy is his piece of crap is like talking about his sister. He's like, huh? You okay, and it's just such a boss move, reaching mm. over, hugging him. He's like, and I just, and I'm with the measles, and I'm really infectious. <laughs> that's yeah. from Kelly, and just smacking well, him in the vase and walks away. I love that. That's a that's a, that's a, form of love right there. He didn't or even in, think about it.
0: Or in what goes around comes around when Kelly comes to Buzz Defense, you know. Mm-hmm, Don't right. mess with the Bundy, and she... You know, beats up Heather McCoy, Tiffany Amberson, You know, <laughs> right. it's, or, or not the, beats her up, but sets her up for a big humiliating experience. Oh,
3: the towel! Oh, I wish. Yeah. I you wish know, was and
0: that's it. They kind of they bicker back and forth, but they do s- stick together. Right. Like but I, if think, I well, can, if can
3: give do. my brother crap, but if you <laughs> even like like try, I'm getting you back for that harder. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll 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 give you another example. What about when uh, Al gets a second job at Burger Trek? Yeah. Right? I mean like like you know, he's got a lousy job as a shoe salesman making minimum wage and, and he actually, you know, he goes and he goes and works the night shift, you know, making
3: burgers.
0: He probably made be more doing God. that than he did selling shoes. Probably. I, just,
3: I can't get the image yep. of him shoveling that stuff like into the freaking <laughs> pot. Oh. oh boy. <laughs> So, in a, in a,
0: yeah, so, yeah, they all show their love for each other, although it's very tenuous at some times.
3: True, and uh, um, oh, by the way, I just uh, I didn't realize what time it was. Um, at 8.30, I'm going to have to actually sign out. That's so, okay. um, yeah. fine. I was thinking up.
0: we probably need to end it here in about another 20 yeah. minutes anyway.
3: Did you guys think it, the... Have they already recorded the episode uh, where Al brings Bud to the nudie? They have. That was Yes, they have. I was just, that oh, was my first time Steve, I get Steve was uh, the guest on that one, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why I was remembering it. Okay, yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and it's been a long time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, When Al brings Bud to the uh, nudie bar, that is like one of the – I would not personally set one foot – into a strip club with my dad, like ever in a million years. Not now, not back when I was 17 at all. But I understand the idea that they were trying to show their. Uh, this is how Al is showing bonding and affection for his son by trying <laughs> to bring him into his world. It's exactly like when my dad brought me out on this uh, baseball thing that he goes out with his friends and he wanted me to come along on my uh, 30th birthday and i was like overjoyed we were looking at nudie girls but we were i was sharing a part of his life that i normally was not allowed to be a part of
0: yeah that was a kind of a right i think i mentioned this on that podcast yeah, about that's right. my rite of passage was going hunting with my dad uh one of the few fond memories i had with him i'm sorry to say but uh you know, and it wasn't the fact that I was hunting. I didn't enjoy it that much. I just thought it was cool to be out with my dad, my grandfather, and my uncles, and my cousin. And I had a gun in my hand, and we were looking, and we were looking for deer to shoot.
3: And you're just thinking in your
0: head, okay, man, be cool, be cool, be cool. Exactly. Be cool, <laughs> be cool. Yeah. And boy, was it cold. I, I didn't have to... <laughs> it. Was, it was so cold at first. Dad, time. why do you do this stupid shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of yeah. my uh, just a sidebar. You ever? Watch, I'm sure you guys have watched The Simpsons, and actually saw this one just the other day. Uh, bar, uh,
3: Why could we Homer's just stay at the bar and shot some rats? Please? No,
0: was, <laughs> sorry. Homer was worried that Bart was going to be gay because Margie made a gay friend.
3: Yep. So I was quoting all, that episode. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they all suggested that. Uh, that oh, to make Bart a man, take him out hunting. And so they're taking him out hunting. You ever been hunting before, Bart? He says, no, a bunch of guys out in the woods alone. He's kind of gay to me. And they're
3: all just <laughs> silent. You know, I was, <laughs> co- I was quoting them sitting around the campfire, and he's like, man, we should have just stayed at the bar and shot some rats. Hey, okay, them, I them, that was that they, them yeah. ain't your rats, Barty. <laughs> Thank you. I loved that. (laughs) Oh, that was actually my first episode uh, in television where I got to have a conversation with my parents about homosexuality and being gay, where that was actually a topic. I was like 12 when I watched that episode. And uh, I didn't get a lot of the jokes at all when he's with Bart's being put in front of that billboard with those uh, hot girls smoking. Like, well, how do you how do you feel? I don't know. I don't want a cigarette. Great. Look will get you a pack. What's your your taste? Anything slim. Yeah. I didn't get get that at all. My mom had to explain that. She's like, it's a female cigarette. I'm like, isn't he worried about him being gay? Why is he worried about him picking up a woman's cigarette? Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, the whole bonding thing. I hope that's not what your dad was thinking.
4: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: You gotta
3: get this boy out there and get him right.
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, sw- I don't bat left-handed. That's how I usually no. call it. <laughs>
3: you catch with both hands. No,
0: right. <laughs> And just something else with both hands too. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah,
3: you know, I mean, like
2: for myself, I'd say like you know, rite of passage. You know, I know we got a little off topic. It would be like, um, you know, Italian American culture, like making wine. Um, you know, we we'd make prosciutto. Um, you know, you take a leg of a pig and salt it. Damn. Uh, you know. Um, Did you
3: ever make uh, grappa with your uh, family? Uh,
2: Northern what? Italians do. Actually, my godfather makes grappa. Um,
3: I had it but, you know, once and never having it again. Yeah,
2: but. yeah, it's, it's it's a little harsh, but you know, I
3: mean, like I I, I puked right this. on the dinner table. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, like no,
2: like for like for me, it would have been you know um, making wine. I mean, I remember making wine as young as four, you know, and you know it'd be annual ritual. We'd do it like in October, right around Columbus Day, and um, you know, you'd be drinking it. So like, mm. you know, not I mean not mm. a lot. But well, you know, again, in culture, you know, in, in culture, you know, I, I was born into. I mean, it's it's pretty common. You know, we don't really. I mean, you drink wine with a meal, and you know, you know, with bread and cheese and sausages and stuff like that. So, you know, it's not. I mean, I'm not drinking you know a gallon of it, but you know, maybe you have a glass as part of it. And you're tasting last year's wine. You're tasting you know what you're making this year. And I'd say that was like a rite of passage for me. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? You're right. There is a lot of that. That's one of the things that makes Married with Children so good, because every once in a while, they pepper it out with these like... We You're talking about Italian. I'm talking about like, you know, maybe like Southern American, and you're uh, uh, I think, Stephen, you mentioned Queens, so the New Yorker side. They're doing no. just pure Bundy crap. Yeah. Like, yeah.
4: Oh Yeah. <laughs> well, I
0: also look at it, too. You know, I'm from uh, the Oklahoma-Texas region, which is you know, very yeah, I'm, I'm from Queens.
3: Uh, oh, well, I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah. All right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, right. I'm not.
0: You're... Yeah, I visited New York.
3: You uh, guys sound slightly similar. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing your voices, so it's hard for me to like pick them out every now and then. And my Skype well, just shows all three of you on my on at once. But so let yeah. you talk. Well, you
0: see, the thing is, I grew up with one foot in Tulsa, which is, you know, a decent urban area. Mm-hmm. And I grew up, in my mom's parents, my grandparents, both of them are gone, were from Stillwell, a little rural town. So, you know, during the weekends a lot, I'd be going up there with my brother and my cousins. So I kind of grew up in both, but I've never really got that southern accent that you get from a lot of, you know, real hard Okies that like my grandparents had.
3: Yeah, I can hear it in your voice, just a, just a small little bit of twang in there. Like...
0: Yeah, just a little bit, but... Uh, you know, it just depends on where you grow up, what that rite of passage is and what that language language or love language yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, now, you know,
2: and, and speaking of love, you know, so I mean, one of the other examples you know, were talking about, you know, how they express their love. I mean, what about when Al drove to go get uh, Peg a bra? Oh,
3: yes. yes, that's what the
0: one I was trying to remember. Fr- Fran- oh. Fr-
2: Francine's of Hollywood, right? I mean, and that yes. was very controversial. That's what started the Re- whole Ricoulta. Ricola. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's, what, that that that's got, what started the whole Ricola boycott. That's
3: what really <laughs> yep. put the series on the map, too. Yeah, I was talking to my um, boss's mother. And she's like 72 or something. And she overheard me talking about Married with Children. She goes, is that the show where that man was wearing those pants with no backside in it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the episode where they're in the sex shop. (laughs) She goes, I love that show.
0: (laughs) then you never know, you know, there are some people that love that type of stuff. I had a great aunt, Great Aunt Hattie, and she was my grandfather's aunt. And she lived, I think she died around 91 or 92, and she was 92. But uh,
3: she was the type of person who would have loved married with children. Wait, you said she was your aunt? Your aunt, My great aunt. Uh, Please tell me she had a sister named Selma. No, uh-uh. no, no, uh. No. No, her name was Hattie. Hattie. Oh, Hattie. <laughs>
4: yeah. With an H. Yeah.
3: Oh, oh I'm, my, damn it. Oh, I got to stop showing how much of a sensitive uh, nerd I can be. Sorry, yeah. sorry, no, I, I got it the first time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
0: her name was Hattie. And like I said, she would have loved oh, Married with Children. I don't know if she ever watched it. You know, that was something you just don't talk about with your great aunt. You would think, okay, probably not with her. And. I remember someone. I forgot who it was. I think it was my cousin. He said, "Oh, she would have loved it. <laughs> she would have oh, loved yeah. it. She liked body talk, and she'd get those old dime store novels." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, you
2: know, well. I mean, uh, what I will tell you is that you know my grandmother loved professional wrestling.
3: Yeah, you know, she would, she, would, pray, fucking she, would awesome. she she yeah. would
2: pray, pray she would pray the rosary like, you know, at noon and like <laughs> uh, at, four, at four or five o'clock she put smackdown on, you know?
3: <laughs> oh I thought you were saying she would take the rosaries out while she was watching, like oh, no. please let the iron sheep. No, like... She'd be holding
2: on to them. She'd be holding on to them, but you know, she'd be she'd be yelling at the thing like you know, she didn't understand a word that they were saying, and God forbid you told her it was fake. <laughs>
3: God, I want your I want your great aunt and his aunt's Hattie to like uh have a movie marathon together. That would be good. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, and that was something else. You know, you know, Alex and company does the or did do the skeleton crew too. And the thing is, my wife also hated horror movies. I convinced her to go to one. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh God. And after that, <laughs> she says she made a rule. If you want to see a horror movie, you go by yourself.
4: Oh, God. And, and, I thought,
0: and it was about 10 years ago. Um, yeah, I have dated around some. And I had this uh, really long relationship with a girl named Steffi. She loved horror movies. Hmm. She loved mm-hmm. action movies. She oh, thought okay. Married with Children was funny. I'm thinking, my God, okay. this is too perfect.
3: Where's the ring? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, that didn't work out in the end. Oh,
3: so did you find out she secretly loved Big Chill, the movie? That would be she no. break up with her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No, and actually, wasn't and actually, she just was she says she wasn't interested in uh, getting married. She was just interested in going out and having a good time. Yeah. I was looking she was for honest, marriage. Yeah. yeah, because at that time I you know, I was only forty forty one at the time. You know, and I was still thinking, I'd like to have some kids. And now that I'm 52, 50, or I'll be 53 in, a, in about six weeks, I have the same birthday, March 10th, as Chuck Damn. Norris. and I, Chuck that's Norris, that's I hope he's okay with that.
3: awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I just well, hope he's
0: going to beat me up after that. Ooh, no <laughs> <of I said. laughs> but the thing you just, is... You just have you know, to go
3: on social media and say, happy birthday, Chuck. Just let you know it's my birthday, too. Then yeah.
0: you're fine. <laughs> yeah. but, the thing, now, but anyway, no. I'm kind of like, well, I have two nieces and i have a nephew mm-hmm. and i've become really close with them you know and, and my niece one of my nieces well my lousy stepbrother was, just, <laughs> was a lot like my father he doesn't have anything to do with her he thinks <laughs> his first marriage was a <laughs> mistake so he doesn't have to have a relationship with her wow so i poured a lot into that you know and i'm like i i, I, I don't call her pumpkin but I consider her the closest thing I have to a daughter.
3: Oh, you yeah. should see if she might. You should see if she wouldn't mind the pumpkin thing. See if she wouldn't <laughs> mind trying that out. Like,
0: I'll try that. Yeah, she just got her driver's <laughs> license, and I helped teach her. Yeah, just say like, good like, Also, hey, cow, a part-time pumpkin. driving yeah, no. instructor. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, you know the one thing. Well, that's the one thing you got to say is that you know love manifests itself in many different ways. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be your blood. I mean, if we take for example seven, right? You know, so we're in the middle of season seven. You know,
3: I you don't like seven i know right nobody likes seven
2: look look at pay you know and actually i mean i just want to make a brief comment about seven you know i i feel like you know poor kid got a lot of you know gets a lot of the bad rap on this and really it wasn't his fault it's totally this is this is the (laughs) fault of the executive who thought of the idea and then the writers who effectively didn't give him anything
3: it's the only fact that he is on a show with actors that have inc- such incredible chemistry and almost perfect improv timing, that it he doesn't add anything, but he doesn't take anything away. In my right.
2: personal yeah. opinion. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying besides the opening uh, opening of of of, uh, of season seven, right? The opening episode.
4: Mm-hmm. Then
2: they have him in the park, which is the third episode, and after that, I mean, they gave him absolutely no screen time.
4: Yeah, I mean, they give them a true. line,
2: they give him one or two lines. And it's like, it's not the kid's fault. Now, mm-hmm. ha- ha- the thing is, is that, you know, if you went back in time to 1992, and maybe if they had made some scripts that were funny, utilizing the kid, maybe we would have a different opinion of it. You, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't always blame the actor or the actress.
0: Oh, no, it's- I never did blame him. Uh, you know, the thing for one is, I think you're right. I don't think Moy and Levitt even had the idea. I think it came from Fox or somebody I like heard, that. The, the, you know, I know. This, this, was a, this was an
3: executive producer decision, like top, top, top up.
0: Like. Yeah. And, you know, I saw last night, um, you remember, I'm sure maybe you guys are Star Wars fans. Oh, was, Yeah. Um, Remember the Phantom Menace with young Jake Lloyd? And I found out oh that he's God, been. God, he yeah. does
3: look exactly like Seven to Wonder. I was like, yeah. why does he well, look Well, so I wasn't making
0: that connection, but, you know, Jake Lloyd took a lot of crap from Star Wars fanboys. But I don't blame him for that awful performance. I blame George Lucas because he doesn't know how to direct, he doesn't know how to write
3: dialogue. What about Hayden Christensen? You blame him. I blame him. <laughs> yeah. He's easy to blame. No, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> but, you know, but, but going
2: but going back to love, you know, I mean, look at the way like Peg expressed love to, I mean, just going to your story, Stephen, you know, look at the way Peg expressed love
0: to this child that doesn't belong hers. to her. You know, at know. least for the first four or five episodes. Yeah, it right.
3: almost seems like she's doing it specifically to rub their, the faces of her own children in, which any other show, it would never work. But this yeah. one does. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I think I think it's probably more like she feels like, well, she's knows she's screwed up with those two. Right you know she <laughs> knows you're screwed, screwed up yeah and this so one. she's like
3: i'm gonna make <laughs> this one good i'm gonna make this one perfect oh and, god you're yeah. right uh, do you guys ever see the movie parenthood with uh, steve Martin? oh yeah love sure. that movie sure. love uh it. when rick Moranis' character is just like forget about your two loser children focus on the youngest because that's the only one uh, the others are too old they're too you know she's already in kindergarten she's lost like <laughs> yeah yeah Focus on the little one who keeps ramming his head into things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now, now, you know, I mean, uh, I get we're
2: I know we're we're getting close to wrapping this up. So yeah. I have a, I have yeah. a so mm-hmm. I have like there's there's one series of episodes we haven't touched on, mm-hmm. and they're not and they're not my personal favorites because they're in season eleven, um, you know, toward the my, end. And, my and, favorite season. And, and actually, the topic itself was very sad for me. So it's like one of it's you know, some of those episodes that I'm not as familiar with because. I don't rewatch him very often. So it was a three-part episode. Breaking up is easy to do. So this yes. is when Al and Peg mm-hmm. separate. Yep. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, again, we, we can't give up too much, you know, because otherwise uh, Alex would get mad at us.
3: <laughs> well. Uh, like,
2: like, like what, what's your thought on, on the whole premise? I mean, obviously they got back together at the end, but, you know.
3: Like, uh, well, like, who, would, who <sighs> wants to go first? Uh,
0: well, uh, actually, because I remember watching this not too long ago because I've never seen all three of them consecutively back to back from beginning to the end. And, um, you know, I thought it was, you know, overall as a trilogy, it worked pretty well, maybe individual episodes, not so much, but I thought it showed that, you know, Al, you know, Al pretends like he doesn't care, but I think it shows that deep down he really does. And I think the same is true with Peg. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I think it might have been a <clears throat> marriage thing. They were just caught in this rut. A fat woman came in the shoe store today. Oh, thanks, Al. I'm, like I knew that wasn't going to happen. Hmm. You know, well. trying to have sex with me, Al. Watch it. I, <laughs> I had sex with you two times. And look what we came up with.
4: Right.
0: <laughs> I'm not a
3: machine. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
0: you know, I do like that. You know, and I, overall, I liked them. For that particular reason, is that yes, they were made for each other. They're for mm-hmm. each other. Okay. False and
3: everything. I agree with yeah. what you're saying. Like, if, if, they're, if you put them all together and, and see it as one whole thing, it works. But individually, it doesn't. I have a different perspective on, the, on season 11. It's actually one of my favorite seasons um, because I had hindsight to know that it was the last season. And remember, I binged the entire thing for the very first time all at once. So I saw the ending coming. I saw this the, it coming to an end. And I like, oh, brace yourself. Here it goes. And it, I think it was when Amanda Beer said it on the Patreon exclusive uh, podcast, uh, when they had the interview, that Al was written to be like a Looney Tunes character. That that's when this show kind of was like, you know what? F it. We are going to be a cartoon show. And in a way, it worked. I kind of like the ridiculous, crazy crap. Kelly is the verminator. Bud going into, like, dimensional, uh, emo- uh, you know, alter egos and stuff. Uh, Al completely losing his mind sometimes. And Peggy doing things that were completely on her. I kind of like that. It was like, we're going to do whatever we want to do. And breaking up is hard, easy. Breaking up is easy to do is probably the three where they kind of went back to their formula and actually looking at what they were doing from a, uh, is this really what Al would do is how would Peggy deal with this kind of decision? I, I felt like they were trying really hard to go out on a, uh, you know, out on a bang. Give the uh, the fans kind of a glimpse of what it once was before they went back doing crazy stuff. Um.
2: Yeah. I mean, the way the way that they ended it, I mean, although, believe it or not, what we think is the last episode, it's not it's, it's not it's not the last episode. I was like, but, no uh,
3: way. I went online. I was like, I must have, like, forgotten a, 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 an episode somewhere. There's no way it's the last episode. It just ends.
2: No. Like Yeah. And, and, and really what you have to do is you have to look at the production codes, you know, because like when they film episodes like you know, they film them in a certain yeah. order. And then they de- <laughs> sometimes they decide to change that order. And that was the case. Um, And I don't know exactly the reason why they, you know, um, they didn't air the last episode before the one we think is the last, which is, you know, the Kelly's wedding. But, you know, um, Al has has a speech at the end, which is, I think, very um, telling you know, because he was talking to the tots and he says, you know, you, know, you have like no respect for the torturous <laughs> sanctity of marriage. You know, <laughs> it's like, he says, but we believe, you know, but he said, we believe marriage should be forever, right? No matter how pitiful and disgusting it may be to wake up to the
0: same, you know, Gosh. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, guys, and that slush- would have been the more we- fitting final episode. Right.
3: Yeah. Can I just Let's- say a little on a slight tangent right there? The weenie tots. Are up there with Apple cigarettes from Quentin Tarantino's movies and Slushos from the Cloverfield movies as one of my favorite mo- like, inside fake brands ever. I love Weenie Tots. Uh, the shit ch- is something all but chicken bones and weird yeah.
2: bits. No, well, that, that's what I call pigs in the blanket. Like when I go to the supermarket and I see the pigs in the blanket yeah. in the freezer section, I call them Weenie Tots, you know? <laughs>
3: Because you're just thinking. And of everybody t- they knows just that, you to, too. They just and, you know, want you to funny. think of tater tots. That's all they want yeah. you to think of. But it's so hilarious. <laughs> right.
2: But the thing is, you know, but if you ask anyone, I mean, if you say a weenie tot, they know exactly what it is. It's a pig in a blanket,
3: you know. Wait, wait, wait. What happens to weenie tots when they're exposed to air? They disintegrate or something?
4: <laughs> <else>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, mean, yeah.
2: Well, you get you get to poisoning. I know. them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't you have to cook them you don't have to cook them you just gotta open them up and eat them. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh god. but yeah like the, but the breaking up is easy to do is just it allows you to remember all the craziness and just all the stuff that happened throughout it i don't know i i found myself remembering a lot of the older seasons watching those those uh those separate parts yeah.
4: Uh,
0: yeah. And like like you said, the uh, that speech he makes in uh, I forgot what the final two, or the wedding episodes were called. It, it,
2: it's called How to Marry a Moron. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think that would have made a much better final epi of course they didn't know it was gonna be a final episode. No, right. They I, thought it, they were gonna have another season. It that's was right. canceled.
3: And I've been biting my Biting my cheek, trying really hard not to do research and to find out why it ended the way it did, because Alex and his crew will do a way better job than we can. So,
0: yeah, uh, they will. Yeah. From what no, I, uh, I, I, one of I the absolutely. things I understood was that it was very expensive for syndication.
3: Jesus, so. eleven seasons! Mm-hmm. The show that so. made—I'm sorry—the Simpsons may have held it together way longer. Married with Children made Fox.
0: Yes, it did. So.
3: And they, owed, and they owed that Hands show down. better. They owed that show better.
0: A, a lot better. Yeah.
3: I I think it was fortuitous
2: to them that the fact that you know they were able to do that because sort of you know the How to Marry a Moron that two part episode you know
4: <laughs> yeah. um,
2: it's called the Desperate Half Hour you know and then How to Marry a Moron I mean they, it was a good way of ending it and that's the reason why they packaged it that way they had that big thing at the end you know it's like thank you for you know, eleven, ten years, eleven seasons, and a million laughs. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, then they had the you know the, the final episode, um, which I thought was pretty um, uh, interesting. Having the monkeys at the end because it was almost like you know, it's a show of monkey business. You know, uh, which was a callback yes. to another the previous episode. Do you and guys then were, I had yeah. to, And then I had to wait five years for "I'll See You in Court" to debut on on TV. Yeah. You know?
3: yes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. So. You guys, when you saw that wedding episode on TV, did that wasn't the last newest episode you would have seen to no. *Married with Children* then? No, right. no,
2: no, no, it wasn't, because you see what happened. God, that's the, weird. the networks. The networks they packaged it as if it was the last episode. And,
4: oh, and then what the was the
2: following. Yeah, and then the following week, it was either a week later or two weeks later, because it was then uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, then they did that last one. It was with uh, Alan Griff in the uh, shoe store, Chicago which, uh, Shoe and, and Exchange. I that's think. it. That's it. Yeah, with the monkeys at the oh, end. Oh yeah, one of my you favorite know? characters. And, 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 there, and that was new. Movie. And like I remember watching it, I'm like because it's like, you know, again I watch this thing religiously on Sundays for you know ten years. You know, so here I am. I was in college. I remember it was you know I was finishing up my freshman year of college, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'm, let me put it on. I figured you know they'd start summer reruns. I'm like, wait, I didn't see this one. You know, I mean, you know, I watched the end of it, and then you know, as years went on, you start to look at you know the, some of the uh, uh, you know stuff that you find online that tells you the history of this thing. It's like, no, that was the last episode. It's like, okay, and then it was a big deal, you know, um, on FX when the uh, you know I'll see you in court aired. Yeah, and that was you know, and that mm-hmm. was a big deal, which was also edited. By the way, on TV, they don't actually play the entire. You know, they don't play it exactly, you know, what should be, should have had the, the full <laughs> cut. I think you can only get that on DVD if I'm not <laughs> mistaken.
3: I'm trying hard not to think about that episode because it makes me laugh too much. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, because again, you know, it's just, it's about the censorship. I mean, they, they you know, the network censors at the time. I mean, you look at it today, you know, and that was you know, the point I made, you know, if you listen to, to me, like I guess it was on England 3, you know, If you started watching the show in the last few years, like Tyler, like you like you're part of that group, it's like you've seen like dark humor comedy (laughs) that has come out in the last, you know, 20, 30 years. Right. The new stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, but, you know, when you watch this in its first run, nobody else was doing anything like this.
0: And a lot of those jokes were very risque and body, you know. No, No, I
3: completely get it. I just didn't know about that courtroom thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about
0: that either. Yeah. And
3: did you guys know when the wedding episode came out that uh so they didn't advertise that as the series finale of Married with Children? No, they did. No, in. they did. No, they, they did. did. They did. They did.
2: That's
0: they did. The series Damn, finale. I thought that was the season finale, right? No, no,
2: no. No, it was it was it was uh it was advertised as the series finale. What happened was it's like, you know, they told the cast cuz the cast stopped filming, I guess it was in April. And you know, the cast found out after they finished filming all the episodes and then you know, it takes another month or six weeks in order for all of the episodes to finish, you know, to to, uh, yeah. to air. See, you that's know, so terrible. That's, that's what happened.
3: That's terrible. Yeah. Like, it, so, you know, so they got been,
2: to the end and then it's like, OK, hmm. now the show's canceled. Like maybe they found out a week after the emotional well, final well, taping.
3: Oh, could you imagine if we had lived in a world where they're like, OK, guys, the wedding episode, we're just letting you know it's not the last one you guys are going to film but this is the last one that anyone is ever going to see. We're just letting you guys know. Can you imagine the difference performances that the, the the actors would have done? And I think I see why they decided not to tell them because they wanted to get the best performances. But I think Al, Peggy, Bud, and Kelly, they would have been able to give us something more. Just, I don't know. Like I, I di- It didn't feel like a serious finale at all. And I was, yeah. I, kept, I kept waiting yeah. for more to happen. And it didn't. And I don't know. I, I felt agree. like I was cheated. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's no. kind of like also, you know, I heard Ed O'Neill found out from somebody else when he was on a break, you know, a, few, a couple like six weeks later, mm. you know, the network didn't even tell the executive producers or they didn't tell the cast. So, hey, of guys, course, this is probably thank you
3: for making us a network. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bye.
2: Yeah, but but that's showbiz. Mm, thank God, <laughs> cable cutting is happening,
3: and we can and we can go towards like things like Netflix and Hulu that actually somewhat care about the content they're producing.
0: You know what I mean? Like, they can put out stuff that's dark, um, realistic, or scary, or whatever.
3: Like yeah. I don't know if you guys have been checking it out. Um, you guys ever heard of the show BoJack Horseman?
0: Not yet. Uh, no.
3: It's a Netflix original.
0: Um, oh, wait a minute.
3: Is that animated? It is animated. Okay, I know what you're talking about, but it's, I haven't watched it. It's insanely, insanely good. I work with high school students, and they tell me all the time, like, man, BoJack, this is insane. Like, this we they recognize it's not written for teenagers, but they freaking love it. It deals with depression. It deals with, uh, you know, insecurities and things that adults have to deal with on a daily basis. But they release the episodes like every six months. You get a batch of 10 episodes that tell one long line themed story. And then you got to wait another, you know, year to see the next story they want to tell through this medium. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, But, you know, but what I'll say is that, you know, it's really hard. It's hard for them to make television today. Yeah. You know, like, like, like the way it was done in the past. Because, you know, in the past, before cable, you know you had to hit a wide audience. I mean, you know, I'm married with children was still in that era. I mean, today now it's like you have so many different options. It's like you know, if horror is your thing, like, I, for example, I'm not a horror fan you know, but I mean, you can have a horror cable station, you know, you can make show, like, that's very mm-hmm. specific. Oh, yeah. it's very special. horror fans like, you know, vamp- will watch like Vampire This and like Vampire This and <laughs> like vamp- like vampire I admit, we do, and, oh,
3: we God. really do you know. I will give a horror movie a yeah. lot of props <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: yeah. but, 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 but you're, hi- but you're mm-hmm. hitting such a small audience, like, you know, I'm talking numbers wise, oh, you know, yeah, it's, not, not, it's not like Mary- saying, I mean, years ago, like when you said, it's like, oh, you know, you're a you're on NBC and you have an eight o'clock, you know, a Friday night slot. You know, whatever. Like, I mean, that was that was a big deal. And you, had, and you had, and you had, you know, but you had. I mean, I mean, you had millions upon millions of of viewers you know, that you can rely on. Now it's like the numbers, like any type of show that's on any network because it's so fragmented. You can't make something that covers a wide audience.
4: No. You know,
2: and and something like this or, you know, we talked about like All in the Family, you know, or, you know, Sanford and Son. We mentioned like these shows. I mean, they had huge audiences because of the nature of of the way media was at that point in time. And we'll never, and we will, there will never be a, a time like that ever again.
0: Because because there if you notice, that are out there. yeah. If you um, notice, shows in the '60s and '70s typically lasted longer. You know, seven or eight seasons was almost average for a hit show.
3: Right. Oh yeah. Right. Eleven now, seasons is unheard of. Like. Yeah. For most. And,
0: and yeah. uh, nowadays, you know, it's they're lucky to the last five if it's a hit show. Right.
3: Because so, I'd say three
2: and is average, and, and they're considered yeah. successful.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at when you guys mentioned that viewer thing. I love that podcasts nowadays that do television reviews remind younger people. And when I say younger, I mean 20s, younger than me, about how different it is. Game of Thrones series finale, probably one of the we probably can all agree, probably one of the great biggest uh, talked about shows that came out in the past like five years. Got or 10, seven yeah. or ten years. Got seven. Point five million views on that airing as yeah. opposed to peggy made a little lamb that had 28 million
0: right yeah right. You, well, Like so you so frag uh, like you said it's so fragmented mm-hmm. uh, I, I will say one thing i do think uh, television has gotten better because all the good writers went to television they've gotten out of movies which is obvious
4: yeah. Because,
0: you know, TV has a lot more original ideas in Hollywood any day.
3: It's hard to yeah. get money like, hey, let's get, hey, can you guys yeah. raise uh, two hundred million dollars for this movie or can we mm-hmm. raise like a half a million to yeah. make this stupid t- television show? Well, well
2: and, and that goes to show you why, you know, everyone's recycling scripts now. I mean, yeah. the last 10 years, it's like every single like movie that made money 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, like they just keep recycling the script and, you know, casting it with new actors. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's very little originality. And the thing is, is that, you know, it shouldn't be that way. No. Make Psycho Dad. Everyone will <laughs> yeah. watch right. it. <laughs> right.
0: I don't hey, know, do. I know if,
2: you guys, if you guys saw that, but, you know, E.E. E. Bell uh, joined the uh, um, Facebook group page this week. I um, did. So, so we have Bob Rooney. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. How you you doing, Bob? Shout out to you. Hopefully, you know he'll uh, be on the podcast or maybe uh, join us uh, in uh, the Married with Children podcast, no man chapter.
3: (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Who knows? Kill his wife by twenty-one, psycho dad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I think we need to sign off here. Maybe we ought to just say, Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, but real quick, I want to say, you know, because I'm sure Alex will probably help with editing on this, but I just want to say this is, you know, we were talking about love, relationships. Mm -hmm. This was a TV show we loved, and I was, I felt so, I was so happy when I found this podcast. I cannot tell you. Same. And (laughs) it's just so much fun. And these guys do it great, so we want to express our gratitude to Alex and Jamie and even Dan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and kidding, Dan. J- JP, too. Uh, he would uh, have to begin. Justin. In- yeah.
3: Or, yeah. I thought it was Justin. And, no. oh, I
0: just and remember, of course, it, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jerry of course, and, and, of
2: course, Jerry are, are – our Steve fanatic, you know. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: I, I'm a Steve fanatic, too. I'm with yeah. Jerry all We've got to
3: Steve this up right now. Yeah. Oh, the poor turtle. No. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, not, yeah. yeah.
4: I,
2: I, I, I share the sentiment, Stephen. I mean, for me, it's been great. I mean, like, I've, I've been this, you know, married with children, not, you know, 33 years and counting. Um, you know, I, I mean, my... I love the dialogue, you know, I I mean, I think like, you know, and as I've met people, it's like now I help, um, you know, I do some of the, um, research, I'm part of the research team. So, you know, I, my concentration is on the dialogue because that's what I like, but you know, then, you know, you meet somebody like Annabelle, like Annabelle loves, uh, like Annabelle's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. She loves the scenery changing. Like, you know, she pays attention to like what they're wearing and stuff. So, you know, Mm -hmm. what I say is like, you know, I'm getting like a real 360 degree view of the show. It's like, I've always been a fan. But now, like you know, meeting people like you guys, like who have different perspectives and like different aspects of the show, it's like now all of a sudden, it's like you know, I, I never really like paid much attention, like oh, who the guest stars are, like you know, maybe you'd see a few people, like oh yeah, I know who that is, I know who that is, but now like how they tie in with each other, mm, I mean, yeah. it, it's been it's been great, I and mean, you know, it, it, yeah. it's it's it, it's just all about having fun, you know, and Annabelle, I appreciate
0: Annabelle I appreciate ha- having
2: fun with con- all of you, you know. Yeah,
0: I consulted yeah. with Annabelle about this little project and about the valentine's episodes so mm. to make sure and i was shocked i thought there was more than just two
3: <laughs> yeah yeah. well and i just want to say that thank you both uh luigi and Stephen. um like you like i i feel so a part of a community where i don't for the at the beginning i didn't really feel like i should be part of it like marywood children was a show for people who are older than me but recently in the past two years i've gotten into podcasting i've got into how different shows can relate with others in different ways and how you can cross age lines and genre lines and popularity i just i just love it and it's just wonderful
0: here we are i'm from tulsa oklahoma luigi's did you say you're from queens that's right yeah where are you from tyler
3: I'm from the same place as Jamie, Michigan.
0: <laughs> you yeah, see, and that's it, you know. And I think it's just incredible that it brings all of these people from all over the country together. I mean, I don't know if it's overseas or not, but two know, teachers think, and a former I'll,
3: pastor. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: awesome. But, you know, and that's the thing. It's still like this thing has brought a, a lot of people together, this show and the podcast.
3: Um, um, which, uh, somebody, I was actually
0: thinking how incredible technology has put us closer together like this.
3: Oh yeah, like freaking Al. He's one of my fi- he's one of my according to Facebook like recommended friends list which pops up on all <laughs> searches. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure she'll hear this, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy Pa. How you doing, Chrissy? <laughs> Hope you're having fun with your Lady God of craziness. <laughs> um, I, she's, she's my now German friend. I've never had a, like a contact in another country before. And I love I've got, all things. I've Michigan. got
0: one in the UK. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah and, you know, and, I
2: mean, the last thing I'll say is that, you know, I think it's wonderful, like, you know, how interactive they are. Cause it's like, I, you know, I haven't really been big into podcasts, but you know, the few that I've listened to, it's very much, it's like, okay, the podcaster speaks to us, and that's us is the audience, and that's it. I mean, here it's like, okay, you know, you know, they post a new episode, and you know, like maybe we banter back and forth on some comments, and the <laughs> following, in the following episode, it's like you know they're mentioning all of us, you know, yeah I mean, and talking about you know, oh, so and so made a comment on this, or blah, blah blah, you know, and it's great because you know, and I, I encourage everyone to do that. And again, you know, for those of you who are not on Patreon, if uh, maybe there's a snippet of this. Uh, <laughs> that will appear on the um, on the main feed, it's like, you should contribute. because and maybe we can know. work
3: it out with Alex that maybe if this becomes a recurring thing, we could totally probably just drop this on the free feed, this first episode and say, hey, maybe. do you want more? <laughs>
0: you know, and I felt Oops. compelled. I remember, I don't know if you saw my Sam Kinison video. Oh, I told three. you, absolutely. Yeah. And awesome. I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking, I know he was buried here in Tulsa when I was listening to that episode, and I thought, I'm going to go out there and I want to make this for them. That it's was great. my goal, was to yeah. make it for them. I thought it would be a nice, cool thing, since I feel like I am part of this community, and that's what I want to do. And, yeah. you know, that's why I go to church. I'm part of a community of people that care for each other.
3: And I'm part of no communities but this one. And I, <laughs> and I say that as a joke and as reality. I did not have any community. I didn't go to church my friends all moved away to different parts. I'm stuck doing my own thing and I all the, I was like, "Hey, I like this Married with Children show. Let's see if there's a podcast for it." Oh, there's only one in the world. Okay. And be Oh, they got a Facebook page. That's 500 people, whatever. And yeah. now here we are and it's freaking awesome. So. Yeah.
2: So thank it's- you guys.